0: There's a branch of Christianity today that says that God heals every time and all the time. Yet there's another branch of Christianity that says he doesn't heal in that way in this day and time. So we know both of these can't be true. Could it be that we've actually missed something when it comes to healing? Because the Bible does say that he heals our diseases. So what is the truth? Let's see what the Bible says about that. Hey, thanks
1: so much for joining us on the podcast today. I'm so glad that you clicked on this because today's topic is going to be a good one. It's relevant. It's real. So if you would, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and like and subscribe to our channel. We have podcasts coming out every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. And if you would, go ahead and share this podcast with someone else who needs it because this message is powerful.
0: Yeah. So today we're going to talk about uh, healing and Mm -hmm. the question that uh, a lot of people ask when it comes to the subject of healing. Is um does God always heal? And if not, why? And is there something I'm doing that's preventing that from happening? So we're gonna yeah. look at some of the reasons today that sometimes people do not experience physical healing. Now we're gonna I think we can limit it to that category today. We yeah. talk a lot here at vertical about uh, spiritual dis-ease. Mm-hmm. And mental dis ease, emotional dis ease, relational, financial. But we're going to narrow the the field of discussion today to physical disease and physical healings.
1: Yeah. And it's tough whenever you do see and hear stories of a lot of other people who have had miracles Mm -hmm. happen in their life. And there's, you know, man, I was this way and now I'm literally totally different. You know, I used to have this physical dis ease or even a physical, you know, worse than disease you know yeah. and they're healed from that and they're different and they're changed and all this right. stuff and then someone could hear that and say well i've prayed yeah i've you know <clears throat> done the things that i know how to do and what yep. i should do to be healed and how come i'm not healed
0: yeah right so uh, we know from the bible that there were times that jesus did heal and uh matthew 4 tells us that He went all about Galilee. He was teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. So you have that, you have many actual stories of people. We know their story of how they were healed. Jesus touched and changed them radically. So uh, we know that's in the Bible. And then, like you said, here at Vertical recently, we've heard the stories of people who have been healed after having long Long-term physical issues mm-hmm. or very difficult physical health issues. We've seen healings of different types here most recently, mm-hmm. and they're real. They're they're, they're people we know. Yeah. We've known them for some time, Again, and we've seen how God has healed them.
1: Yeah, just recently on the podcast had a, you know podcast about healing of cancer. Yes, and that's incredible physical yep. healing.
0: Exactly, and in all of the cases of people that we have uh, we've had here at the church, and they have told their story. They have been because they were Jesus followers who chose to either one receive forgiveness for some areas that they carried guilt in their life. Uh, they chose to forgive someone or a group who have hurt them. They chose to release, relinquish control of their life to God. They chose to submit to God instead of submitting themselves to some substance for help and uh, peace in their life. And they chose to surrender their life and will to God. And as a result, they experienced healing, physical healings yeah. as a result of that. And we've heard the stories. But like you say, when you hear those stories and you know in your own life, uh, you still bear a a difficult physical illness of yeah. some kind, some type of disease, illness, condition, long-term issue we started asking the question, so what about me? What about my situation? Um, how come some people are not healed when we see other people being healed? So fair question, great question to ask. Mm-hmm. And the Bible gives us answers to that, and they're all uh, multiple answers. In fact, we're going to look at, uh, is it nine today we've got? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nine right. reasons um, why you may not be physically healed. And I know there's a lot of emotion that comes with a conversation like this, so um, I'm encouraging uh, us as well as all who are listening and watching. We're going into this. Let's go in with humility and understanding, yeah. no guilt, no fear, yeah. but with the confidence as the Jesus follower that we are we're infinitely loved. By God, yeah. we are chosen by Him. We have been forgiven of our sins. We have been accepted uh, through Christ. We have been, uh, or we are, in the hands of a sovereign, loving God. <clears throat> and we're not the first person to ask these questions. Exactly. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> and one other thing, you know, we we don't know your specific situation. Exactly. We we don't know exactly what's going on in your life, Mm -hmm. but you do Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And so what our goal is, is to say, Hey, from the Bible, these are reasons as to why people have not experienced healing.
0: Yeah. And they're not to cause greater guilt, shame, um, resentment, rejection, uh, condemnation. They're meant to draw us closer to God and, 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 Experience life where He intends us to really experience it deep, deep within us, exactly. in our spirit, in yeah. our soul. So, yeah. so uh, I just want to say that because some of these today are going to have a feel to them that would be easy to pick up a some sense of condemnation, but yeah. that's that's not intended. And so let's just let's start with these, uh, and and the first one may be the one that you may have heard uh, as the reason for a lack of healing happening, and it's worth discussing though. Because our first one is this, that some people are not physically healed because of a lack of faith in their life. Now, I don't mean this in the sense that you may have heard from some TV preachers. I mean it in the sense of from scripture, there are occasions where Jesus healed people and he was clear to say to them, because of your faith, you are healed. So he puts it together that healing often happens because of a person's faith. And then we have uh, the opposite happening in Mark chapter 6 where it says that, um, that Jesus in, in Galilee, it says he could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. So you have this connection between there are some healings that happen because of people's faith. And here in this one, you have people who were not healed because of their lack of faith. So it's worth asking the question up front, do you, have you put your faith in Jesus Christ? So in other words, do you rest in Christ for your worth, your identity, your love, your freedom from your sins? Do you rest in that in him? Do you have faith in him for that? If that's the case, if that's the case, and you're resting in him, and you've, you've, you're have you leaning into him with all that you have and understand today, and you're still not healed, then I think you can say, I am not healed, but it's not because of my lack of faith. Yeah, It's okay to check that box and move uh-huh. on because we've got yeah. some other things here
1: exactly, that are yeah.
0: important to consider as well. Definitely. So don't let... That statement be a reason to feel more guilt, more shame, more condemnation. If you have put your faith in Jesus Christ and you are leaning into Him with all that you have within you, then you have faith. Yeah. Another reason that the Bible talks about that some people have diseases and sin or or sickness in their life that it is not healed is because of. Sin and disobedience. They are actively engaged in sin. They've not confessed it. and They've not received forgiveness for it. And they're walking in direct violation of God's ways. Sometimes sickness comes as a result of that. We have record in the Old Testament of David, a man of faith, but who was walking in disobedience. And as a result, he began to experience physical symptoms and, illness. and he, he writes about it in Psalm 38, verses two through five. He says, there is no soundness in my flesh because of your anger, nor any health in my bones because of my sin. He says, it. There, there's, there is disorder and dis-ease in my flesh, my health, because of my sin. He says, for my iniquities have gone over my head, Like a heavy burden, they are too heavy for me. My wounds are foul and festering because of my foolishness. So David puts us into that category that Mm -hmm. um, there are certain sicknesses and dis-ease in our body that can be the result of sin Mm -hmm. in our spirit. And so those things must be confessed, removed, and receive forgiveness for them in order for there to be health in our body health in our spirit leads to health in our body so
1: so um i think you know maybe the people listening to this might be thinking or asking this question you know what is it possible to be sinning or disobeying and you're not aware of it <laughs> or what do i do yeah. is is it like man i've searched my life and i don't know mm-hmm. if this physical healing is not coming to me because i'm sinning or disobeying i feel like i'm doing the right things. What about that? Yeah,
0: good question. So in other words, is there a secret sin in my life that I don't know about? And and that's why I'm sick. And
1: and it's like, God's just holding it against me. He's holding (laughs) back, you know. Right.
0: Um, If there is sin in our life, the Holy Spirit is faithful to convict of that sin, to put Mm -hmm. his finger on it and give awareness of it. And so if you are not aware of any act of sin in your life, and you have prayed god search my heart and yeah. know know all that's within me you know all that's within me yeah. already show, show me. me yeah show me if there's anything within me if you're if you're willing to put yourself into that that spot and allow him to speak <clears throat> and there is nothing he doesn't point out anything to you then you could check the box and say well that's not the reason either
1: yeah
0: it's not because i have active sin or disobedience mm-hmm. now if you do and you recognize, okay, God has shown me I have been walking in this sin and this disobedience. Yeah. Well, then repent of that and move on.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's okay to check the box and say, I have prayed and I have searched my heart, allowed God to search my heart, and there is no active sin in my life that I need to repent of. Then we can move on. We're just at number two so far. So <laughs> <laughs> Good. Number three. Sometimes um, we don't experience healing because we are experiencing the result of long-term patterns of disobedience in our life. So if a person for years uh, chooses to live in sin, to disobey God, and it show up through how they carried themselves, conducted themselves, if they drank alcohol all these years heavily, if they smoked, if they Mm -hmm. uh, lived gluttonous lifestyle, if they, whatever it was, if they are involved in immorality, there is a longer term price that comes with that. And it affects all of our being.
1: Exactly. I mean, the principle of you reap what you sow is true, Mm. you know, obviously. And so... Say, before you become a believer and you live a life where you're just planting seeds of destruction, mm-hmm. honestly, or mm-hmm. even just self medication kind of a thing, right? There's going to be a day where you will reap the harvest of what that looks like. True. You know, reliance mm-hmm. on yourself mm-hmm. as it has a certain fruit to it rather than reliance on <clears throat> God, right? That's true. And so, um, if you just live in that lifestyle and mm-hmm. you don't change, when you repent, which is mm-hmm. to change your mind, to change the way in which you think and, mm-hmm. and turn the way in which you live, <clears throat> that's what repentance is. If you don't do that, then you will live still not at ease when yeah. in dis-ease, you know, yeah. and you know, following, I've heard a acronym for flesh, mm-hmm. you know, living in the flesh. They said the flesh is following long established sinful habits. Yeah so the result of a lifestyle of that you are just again the slave to whatever habit you had right and that is going to take you down paths you it's know? true and it's-
0: and and even if you at some point recognize that repent of yeah. it and begin to follow the lord sometimes those those habits carry over into life yeah. you know and they they just they play out and they play out physically within us So it doesn't mean that God is judging you. God is against you. God hates you. God Uh condemns you. It just means that there's there's a physical cost. There's an emotional cost, a mental cost to longer held sin patterns. So sometimes a a lack of physical healing today can be because of long-term patterns that were established. Uh But again, it is not an indication of God against you. In fact, uh, you read... In passages in the New Testament, like in First Peter 5, 7, he talks about um, humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God and, and casting all our care upon him, for he cares for you. Mm-hmm. Well, the only time you would cast your care upon him would be if you had some cares, if you yeah. had some struggles and some tensions, yeah. some unresolved issues, some things that weren't quite uh, healthy or good or at peace. You would cast those cares upon the Lord, which means there's going to be areas in our life where we have been forgiven, but we still carry the care. Yeah, the consequence. In yeah. other words, you know. Yeah, and it's not a it's not the judgment of God. Yeah. It's just the result of sin. Exactly. So sometimes yeah. that can be the case with unhealed physical. Conditions, Absolutely.
1: Because, again, he, he does forgive all of your sins, but exactly. just the forgiveness of sins does not remove consequences of right. your actions. <clears throat> right. You know?
0: That's correct. Um, number four, sometimes physical dis-ease continues or remains because we carry unhealed hurts, trauma, unforgiven sin and trauma in our soul and those emotional traumas um take up residence within us Um, sometimes people use the the term today trapped trauma i think mary used that in our podcast Mm -hmm. with with the lynches that there can be places that we harbor hurts and guilt and shame and trauma within our body even and Until there is forgiveness, that place that it's held can begin to manifest in physical issues. So Mm -hmm. Hebrews 12 says, that we're to pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord, looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. So, a root of bitterness, an area of trapped hurt remaining in us, a place where we are still replaying the tape of what was done to us and holding someone in resentment or hatred or unforgiveness, that can cause physical pain and, and, and dis-ease within us. Um, it's interesting in the New Testament, you find this line connected together between soul and, and physical body, this connection between what's going on in our spirit and what happens in our flesh, our physical body. And it's in the teaching about communion. Um, there we we read in 1 Corinthians that communion is to be this experience that pictures the the body of Jesus broken for us, the blood of Jesus poured out for us in a new covenant, and then we're to take it in physically. We're to eat and to drink it, which is to picture taking in the forgiveness and love of Christ deep within to who we are. It's a physical picture, but it's meant to be a picture of what we do with his love for the areas where we have been unlovely. It's a picture of what we're supposed to do in taking in his forgiveness into the places where we have sinned. And that's the, that's the right way to approach communion is to allow not just the physical to enter in, but the fullness of this blood and body poured out to enter into us. And so, Uh, that would be the right way or the worthy way of receiving that. The unworthy way of receiving that would be to dismiss it or to take it and ignore that reality. And so in 1 Corinthians, Paul talks about that when we come to communion, that we should do so examining ourselves, not to see if we have uh, been perfect or not, but to see that we are taking in this forgiveness and gracious love into the depths of who we are. Because Paul says, uh, if you, he says in verse 29 of chapter 11, he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. And he says, here's the consequence for this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. So he draws this connection between if you have pockets, and areas within you where you have refused to let the love and forgiveness and healing power of Christ enter into. If you're holding on to resentments and bitterness and angst, then it can actually cause you to be weak and sick. And as Paul says, some have even prematurely died. That's a fascinating connection. Um, It's a difficult one to consider but is one worth considering are there areas within me where I have or I am holding on to resentment and bitterness against those who hurt me where I want to see them suffer and hurt for what they did to hurt me or are there areas in my life where I have not yet taken in the full the fullness of his forgiveness or I'm still replaying the tapes of my past or I'm still walking in shame where I'm still covering and hiding and I'm living more in the pain of what I have done than in the forgiveness of what he has done for me. Mm -hmm. Mm. So that's number four. Number five, the fifth reason why you may um, not have experienced physical healing yet is that sometimes healing in our body takes time. That may seem simple, but Mm -hmm. here on planet Earth, um, without being in the fullness of the presence of God in heaven, we are still on a planet that's under a curse. We are still on a planet that is not yet perfect. And so there will be sickness. It just will happen. Our bodies are not made to last forever in this state. They will be when we receive a new body in heaven. But at this point, there are just times that we get sick and it's just part of life. Yep. You find this in the scripture as well. In the New Testament, the apostle Paul, who uh, had, on many occasions, had the power to heal people and did. We find in 2 Timothy, he writes, and he's, he's closing up his writing, and he's writing to about people that, that have been faithful to him and worked with him. And he says, Erastus stayed in Corinth, and Trophimus, I have left in Miletus, sick. <laughs> it's one of these very not often read verses, but here Paul yeah. says, this man is close to me and I left him in this city and he was sick when I left him. <laughs> and he didn't judge him, doesn't, com- doesn't yeah. criticize him. He just, I left him and he was sick, which means here on planet earth, people are going to get sick yeah. and sometimes it will take time to heal. It doesn't mean that God's against you. God has yeah. left you. <laughs> For sure. God is condemning you.
1: And I mean, you know, you think about all the things you can, you do learn during these times of waiting, uh, you learn the patience mm-hmm. from God. And even like the verse in Isaiah that talks about they, that wait on the Lord, mm-hmm. it says he shall renew their strength. Yeah. You know, not that all oh, they, that wait on the Lord, it'll, it'll come to pass because they waited, but it says that he will renew their strength in yeah. the waiting, you Yeah. Know? That's and good. he will continue to strengthen them to continue waiting. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what I think the, the thing to take heart in that. You know, if your healing is something that truly is just going to take time. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> the Lord is faithful to renew your strength for those who wait on him, wait in faith. Yeah. Not just, okay, well, I'll just grumble and complain the whole time through this, but I'm intentionally choosing to mm. believe that God has a purpose for all of this, mm. you know.
0: It's good. All right, the sixth reason why sometimes we are not physically healed is it's be- <laughs> gonna sound so simplified, but eh. it's it's true though. <laughs> it's because we have not asked God. Yeah. So uh James 4:2 says you have not because you ask not. Yeah. Um, but then in John 5 It tells us in verse 5 and 6, it says, Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. So here's a man who has been sick for quite some time, Mm -hmm. 38 years. Mm -hmm. And when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, in other words, Jesus said to the man, Do you want to be made well? That would seem like a ridiculous question. Yeah. But it's important that you want to be well and that you ask.
1: Exactly. God
0: is looking so for those who want to be healed. Yeah. And not just remain ill. Yeah. And who want Him to be the one to do it and believe He can. Exactly. He's looking for where is faith? And He honors faith like that. Exactly. So um may seem like a simple reason but it is a it's it's a truthful yeah exactly yeah
1: because again it's it's easier to to tell someone else oh man i'm going through such hard things and all this stuff rather than yeah sitting down and and truly crying out to god saying lord i i want to be healed
0: and i believe you can do it yeah
1: yeah not just like i want to i want this to happen yeah but I'm putting my trust in you that you can. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll
0: plug another podcast here. We Come did on. one recently about um, God is more interested in answering your faith than he is your prayers. Yeah. So. It's a his, good one. This applies here as well. Exactly. So, all right. Number seven, uh, reason why we are not always healed of our physical diseases is because we live in a fallen world with bodies that are not designed to last forever. Mm-hmm. These these bodies are under the curse of uh, death. They are they are declining in ability. They are decaying, and they will one day die unless the Lord returns. And uh, it's a reminder that I am not my body. I am my spirit that's in my body. And the flesh can be willing. I mean, the spirit can be willing while the flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. And we can be strong on the inside, but be weak on the outside. And we know this because uh, there were times, again, Paul writes to a faithful pastor that he was training, Timothy, and uh, he told Timothy, he said, "Um, you you should do something for this continual infirmity that you have. He said, no longer drink only water, but use a little wine for your stomach's sake and your frequent infirmities. He said, you need to take some medicine, in a sense, for Timothy here because you have frequent infirmities. You are sick often, and this will help you. So it's just a reminder that we live in a world and we live in bodies that at this point are not perfect. They are weak. They are frail. They are but dust. They uh, They are the clay, but the treasure is inside us. And there's coming a day when we will have new bodies in heaven. Revelation talks about this when there was a new heaven and a new earth. And it says in uh, verse 4 it says, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Which means in this life, there's going to be pain, sorrow, crying, disease, and death. It's part of what is happening here on the planet. So your sickness is not just an indication of God's judgment against you. Yeah. Could be, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that it has to be. It can just be because we live in a fallen world yeah. and our bodies will not last forever and it even uh, increases the desire to want to live <laughs> in heaven. Yep, so, exactly. All right, let's move on to number eight. Eighth reason why... You may not have experienced physical healing yet. It could be because God wants to show himself strong in the weakness of your illness. So there are times that God will allow a dis-ease, a pain, uh, an illness to remain for a purpose bigger than what we understand. Yeah. Yeah. And we have biblical evidence of this. Uh, in the New Testament, again, we go to Paul. Paul, at one point, has what he refers to as a thorn in the flesh. I don't think that he was picking some roses one day and actually got a thorn in his finger. But he uses that as a, um, a metaphor picture to say it was a messenger of Satan that was designed to, to buffet him. So this is something strong enough that he referred to it as something from Satan, something that was painful, something very, very difficult. And it was given to him, he says, to keep his arrogance at bay, to keep him from being exalted above measure, because it's in the midst of a context here where he's talking about how God had showed him some pretty miraculous things, some things that no one had ever seen before. Um, guy pulled back the curtains in a sense on the kingdom and showed him, and he said, "I got this. Um, I got this messenger from Satan that was designed to keep me in a humble position." He said, "I asked. He said, I asked the Lord three times to make it go away, take it away." And God said, "No. In this case, my grace is going to be sufficient for you. My favor, my love, my control, my power, my." Uh, love for you is going to be greater than this pain that you're walking through. So, um, Paul concludes after that that he says, "Okay, well, from this point forward, I'm actually going to boast in my infirmities, in my yeah. weakness, and even in my disease. Uh, that's a mm-hmm. whew, that's a shift." Yeah, he says, "I'm going to do that so that the power of Christ may rest on me."
1: Exactly. I mean, whenever there is ownership of of is going on. And you're not just living in a self rejection mindset, yeah. but you're living in a way that says, I understand that God has total control over everything. Mm-hmm. And I understand that this is happening to me. I don't know why. yeah. I don't know if this is going to end, yeah. but I trust that God has his hand on me and yeah. whatever is ahead for me, you know? Yeah. And, you know, you think of even like, um, the story of Jacob, whenever he wrestles with the angel, and afterwards, uh, he walks with a limp because of that. Mm. Um, so you could say he was physically... Mm-hmm. Uh, impaired. Yeah, impaired from that time forward. But it was a sign to everyone else around him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's a Jacob. That's the one who yes. who knows <laughs> God. That mm-hmm. is the one who actually has his name changed to Israel now. Yeah. you know, and yeah. Because of the physical impairment that he had, mm-hmm. he was known as oh, that is
0: the follower of God. (laughs) That is the man who wrestled with God. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so it's it's right to even accept whatever physical ailment condition you have Mm -hmm. once you have prayed, repented, accepted forgiveness, kind of walked through everything we've walked through so far. And it's okay to come to the place and say, well, this illness that I have is not because of any of those things this illness this condition this impairment mm-hmm. is so that god can show himself strong in my life yeah. and he can he can be strong in my weakness he can show off his greatness in in my need yeah and again like you see stories of people
1: like that with cerebral palsy and mm. you know people who are an incredible witness of who god is what his power is and how god is able to use these people who have severe physical impairments yeah. for his glory. And yeah. he is able to use them as messengers to the world and be incredibly impactful, you know? And it's they were like, no, I don't want to be healed because because yeah. of who I am and because of how God has created me, I'm able to share my story with other people. I'm yeah. able to share what God has done in my life to other people. Yeah. And their weaknesses God's strength is shown
0: to everyone. And that's it, and grace. It's beautiful. It's powerful. Yeah. Um, the scripture tells us those stories, whether it's Jacob, mm-hmm. whether it's Paul, who says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to become a man who's going to boast about my infirmities. I'm going to yeah. talk about my, my struggle. I'm going to talk about my pain, my weakness, because um, by me being at peace and being healed on the inside about this thing, <laughs> I'll be able to show the glory of Christ outwardly, yeah. even though I'm not healed physically from it. Yeah. So that's powerful. That's good. And this, I don't know. I've tried to weigh some of these out and think, okay, which one of these is more true for people? <laughs> I don't know. I can't know all those things, yeah. but I know I know, because I know people, even here in our own church, who, who bear some infirmities at this point. And from what I know of them, it's not because they're walking in sin. It's yeah. not because they're walking in unhealed trauma. It's not because God uh, is trying to course correct their life in any way. It's because he wants to show himself strong in their weakness. Yeah. So, well, let's look at number nine then. And uh, we come to the end of this list, and uh, this one's important as well, is that sometimes the reason we're not yet healed is because God wants to use the illness, the infirmity, the dis-ease to show his glory. And you have this fascinating story that most Christians will be familiar with, about Lazarus in the New Testament, how um, the Bible tells us about him and what Jesus says about him. This is the important point in the story. <laughs> Most of us think of Lazarus being resurrected from the dead after four days. But here's how the story rolls out in John 11. It says, now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany. So he's sick. He's, he fits the category we're talking yep. about. Uh, he's from the town of Mary and his sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. So here he's part of a family of faith who mm. who knows Jesus, trusts Jesus, supports Relationship Jesus, with Jesus' ministry, yeah. and he still is sick. Yeah. It says, therefore, the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. So in a sense, they're praying for him. Mm-hmm says, when Jesus heard that, he said, and this is what he says to the disciples, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Wow. Then he dies. Yeah, then he (laughs) dies. He's resurrected. But what Jesus says about him is most important here, and it lays out a, a truth for us. Sometimes we get sick. It's not because we're against Jesus or he's against us, but he's actually going to use that so that he might be glorified through it. Yeah. Mm. So that through it, whatever that means for you, whatever you're through, it is whatever Mm -hmm. suffering is required through it, whatever prayers required through it, whatever time is required to get through it. He uses that and he's going to glorify himself through it. Yeah. That's been true in my life. I, I I don't like getting sick. Yeah, I didn't like having COVID, uh-huh. but through it, the Lord glorified himself mm-hmm. in me and through me. And that happens. And so as you look over these nine possibilities, these are just nine, perhaps more from scripture, I'm sure, but these serve as a good reminder for us of, here are some reasons, some worth investigating, but all, worth listening to and saying, God, what do you have in this? Because here's what we know is true. As a child of God, as a Jesus follower, there is no no thing that can come into your life that doesn't come through God's hand. Exactly. He has a purpose. He has a plan. And if it involves sickness, if it involves suffering, if it involves great infirmity, it only comes through the hand of one who loves us. And we can rest in that, In the midst of it, I close today or we close today with Romans 8, um, 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? You can go ahead and add to that infirmity and sickness and dis-ease. As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long; we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. In other words, even in the midst of it, I'm going to be more than a conqueror. It didn't mm-hmm. say, "It didn't say uh, when those things are not happening, you'll be more than a conqueror." Yep. No, it says, "Yet." in all these things in the midst of them while you're walking through them more than conqueror for i am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of god which is in christ jesus our lord so don't let the presence of an infirmity dis-ease sickness cause you to think you have been separated away from the love of christ that is not the case. Good. Rest in that love today. Understand his purposes. Seek him. He will answer. He will hear and he will answer your prayer. And then you can respond and you can rest. If it's something that needs to be repented of, do that. If it's something you see to rest in, do that. Mm-hmm. Because nothing should separate you from the love of God. That's good. So it's it. good stuff. It's awesome. Hope it has been helpful to you. Um, As we continue to walk down the journey here of um, following Christ, uh, helping people, lifting him up and living him out, this is what we do. We want to show the ways of God and help people walk in the strength, the confidence and the peace of knowing the presence of Christ in their life. So thanks for joining us today while we keep lifting him up and living him out.